Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. Oh, we're putting together our mixtape <sighs> of breakup songs. Songs that especially, like, go back to a specific time when you were, like, junior high, maybe high school, and your high school boyfriend or junior high girlfriend. Cheated on or, you with Alexia. Or whatever it was. Yeah. With Alexia. Oh, I still look her up. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you playing this song? Uh-oh. Hang on. I can't anymore. I'm sure I cried to this. <laughs> You can only see Greg. He's like singing this song. It's worth it. I <laughs> know. Uh, I was playing this one. Since you took your love away. I got one more line right here, Greg. Sorry. Of course you do. I go out every night and sleep Oh, no. Oh, man. It was so depressing. Uh, I did have a breakup tape cassette, and it had Chicago on it. Chicago's greatest hits. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Which one was the one that that got Um, you, though? Oh, and when you see me walking by, that one, and the tears are in my eyes, walk away. Look away. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, whatever. whatever. (laughs) Uh, Let's grab a call here from Jennifer at 775-0949. Put put a song on our breakup mixtape, Jen. Oh my gosh, I'm almost embarrassed to say this, but TLC's <laughs> Unpretty. I love it that song. Out, yeah, it came out when my first love broke up with me, like my sophomore year, and I to this to this day when that song comes on, I just oh my heart. <laughs> It hurts. It does. It hurts. It hurts so bad. <laughs> did, did your first love cheat on you? Um, it was, yeah, basically. So I was like, well, maybe we shouldn't be together. And he was like, no, I love you. And then I found out he cheated. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then you compare yourself and then you listen to TLC and you feel bad yes. about you. But it was all this other person. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, so hard. Oh, my gosh. You know, crying into your radio. You're in middle school with your braces and your zits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. You're drinking your 7-Eleven, whatever that icy thing yeah, is. Yeah, the big old Slurpee. Yeah. <laughs> I mix the cherry and the Coca-Cola. It's delicious. <laughs> yes. Lacey? Okay. I'm taken back to eighth grade, and the song is Boys to Men, End of the Road. Oh. <gasps> And uh, my heart's breaking all over again just hearing it. Oh, what happened? Well, it was young, silly love. It wasn't really even love at all. Like, you know, we thought it was. But it actually, it just kind of ended. And looking back now, it's it's for the best. He ended up um, coming out as gay. And so he could live his best life. And I could live mine. And it worked out for the best. 
Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> it all turned out the way it was supposed to. All the guys, to. I liked our gay now, too. Huh. And I think, that, yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I just think I like sensitive people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. Good. Good. <laughs> I love it. Lacey, thanks Thank for listening Lacey, this morning. Thanks awesome. for sharing that with us. Yep, no problem. You're welcome. 520-775-0949. I think we got time for one more. And, and Nikki, you're going kind of the opposite direction. Uh, back in that era, I was probably really rocking some Cincy by Ben Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a fight back song. Yes. Sorry about your loss, Toodaloo. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about your loss. I get to that anger stage, too. That's that's good. I I get there, and I have a lot of pink, Uh some Kelly Clarkson. Oh, pink. Some Katy Perry. Uh Yeah. Fight back, Survivor, Destiny's Child. Oh, Oh, sorry. that one on there, too, if you yeah, like. Yeah, sounds good. It's 94.9 Mix FM, the most music for your workday. That was a good little mixtape there. Oh Sad as all get out. but love it. I love <laughs> it. You know, on most job applications and uh, job entry places or whatever, there's a section there where you're supposed to answer, have you ever been convicted of a felony? Yeah. How do you usually respond? Yes? No? No. You usually respond? I, I do respond no. I don't think I have. Before you fill out another application and lie, <laughs> <laughs> listen to this story. Uh, there's a woman in Texas who just found out that she's had an outstanding felony charge for more than 20 years over not returning a video cassette tape. Remember when you used to go to a video cassette? Rental place yeah. like a Blockbuster. Oh, I love that. Or a Casa Video. Oh, I loved it. And you'd get your VHS and you'd go home and pop some popcorn and watch mean, a show. The world was your oyster. You didn't know what <laughs> movies would be in stock and you could That's just right. browse the aisles. You'd go with your friends on a Friday oh, night. Oh, it felt so good. Get that free popcorn. Oh. <laughs> well, she apparently rented Sabrina the Teenage Witch back in 1999. <laughs> And never returned the video. Oopsies. And they put out like a warrant for her arrest. Now, the video store, by the way, went out of business like 12 years ago, 13 years ago. Yes. So they're not even around to collect anymore. And of course, she doesn't have the tape. She doesn't even remember renting it. Yeah, yeah. But she says, I, you know, I was living with a guy. He had a couple of kids. Yeah. We probably rented it. I didn't even know that we did. Oh, my gosh. And so she's got to settle up this felony. It all came out when she went to get married. She went down to the courthouse and they said, oh, that's like there's a felony out for your like my, my biggest arrest. fear, Greg. Is like, it? I mean, think about the little things you just never tied up that are coming back to haunt you. The late fee at the library. Yeah. Like you just forgot. You don't even know that you did that. I. Right. I have. <laughs> I like. I like that you're going to whisper okay. on the radio like nobody's going to hear I you. I have like a stack, like more. I have like. 30 parking tickets in Chicago. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I do. I used to work at the CBS TV affiliate there, and they would wait. Oh, that's right, downtown. Right at 8 a.m. So we would all park because we'd start at 4 in the morning, 3.30, doing the news in the morning. And they would wait. We'd come out at 7.58, right when we were done with the news, and we all had tickets. 
So I you just throw them on well, the it's, seats. It's probably from like 7 a.m. to 5 no, p.m. or something. No, it's 8 a.m., but they did it like three minutes early, I swear. They're, <laughs> they're shady in Chicago. Don't, don't. No. <laughs> so those ticket people. So we all would get tickets because, you know, it's so much cheaper because you're paying $60 a day at that point. Now it's probably 100 to park, you know. So it was, I have so many. <laughs> so basically, you can't go back to when you, I when you, can't. When you step off a plane at O'Hare. <laughs> I know. You're always uh, looking for like some federal authority standing there I, waiting for I you. I guess they had an amnesty day. As you know, the Illinois, like, you know, the governor, like, got thrown in the slam. I mean, there's been a lot of people in the slammer, okay? So anyway, so there was an amnesty day, and my mom called me, and she's like, listen, you got to pay because they're letting you have the regular ticket amnesty price. Amnesty day? Yeah, where you could just pay the regular price no without all the. Fee. Yes. Well, I was broke as a joke at that point. I couldn't pay the amnesty. So you still didn't do it. I didn't do it. I have the amnesty day now. I'll pay it. How much do you think you probably I have owe? no idea. Yeah. But don't you have anything like that? No, of course not. Oh, my not. God. I feel sick to my stomach right now, Greg. <laughs> uh, I mean, I hope not. Who knows? Maybe I, that was the unreturned blockbuster video that you, I forgot You probably about. do. I moved back here and they oh. slammed me with a ticket from 15 years ago. I think I'm seeing a pattern with you. <laughs> When it comes to interaction, social interactions, that sort of thing, how are you? Are you comfortable around I'm other people? I'm totally at ease talking to people, as long as it's one-on-one. If it's me against, like, 20 people, uh-uh. But if it's, like, one-on-one in a corner at a party or whatever, no problem. You're pretty comfy with that. But there are those few people, Greg, and it doesn't happen very often, Yeah. where I just feel so awkward, like, I think they're awkward, so I feel their energy, and I can't talk to them at all. And mm. I try, and it's weird. Yeah. So, so I kind of just check it off as they're they're odd. <laughs> right. And, and sometimes you're just not going to connect no matter how hard you try. Yeah. But, you know, experts say there are basically like three main things you can kind of do that when you're trying to connect with somebody, trying to meet somebody new in a stranger kind of setting, that you can do. And the first thing they recommend is that you assume that that person is interesting. Most people do have like some interesting story yeah. to share. Yeah. Something interesting about them if you can find it. So giving them a chance to talk and listening to them is really important. I mean, I think you're really good at that, Greg. Like you're good at dealing with the awkward people, right? Am I? I think so. I always feel like I'm kind of like skating on thin ice. Like I don't know if this <laughs> is going to work or not. You know? My husband's always like, like when there's like a boring person, yeah. he's so like mean about it. Like not to them, to me, like... Oh. Like being nicer. They have a story, just like you said. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes people just don't know how to tell it. Yes. But you can help them get there yeah. by being. So the other th- second thing that, <laughs> that the experts recommend is that you be a good listener. Most people love talking about themselves, but they might need a little help opening up at first. So if you ask them some questions to get them going, that I think can that, bring it out. I think can you hit the, dit, 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 the bell because I think that's it. Because I, I think it's not even that they, you know love talking about themselves, which they do. I think that it's easiest to talk about yourself. And I think if you're just a human and you're interested in other people, like I just like to ask questions because, right, I'm interested in other people. They're, everyone's pretty interesting. And so I think that's always just worked for me without even knowing that I'm doing it. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, I think that's that's one of the things we love most about our segment right now that we do at 630. Yeah, yeah. Is that we ask you to, to share something about, like, the big thing going on in your life right now. And a lot of people think, oh, I don't have anything interesting. Oh, nothing. yes, I'm, you I'm not do. an interesting person. Oh, no, you I are. I guarantee you have something that piques our interest. 
And so just by getting on the phone with us, that's when we when we ask a follow-up question, we get to that little nugget of goodness that's going on in your life. Yeah, and I have you know to say, I mean? you're way more interesting than we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guarantee Seriously. It. Guarantee it. Uh, one more tip for you is be willing to share and get personal. And this one can be a little awkward sometimes, but if you're vulnerable with someone and are able to open up, they will open up too. Now, there's a fine line on that. There are certain things you don't need to share right away. Meredith. Why are you looking at me? Meredith. <laughs> Meredith likes to start a lot of conversations by saying, now, this might be too much, and maybe I shouldn't share this with you. <laughs> that, that's your warning to get out I, I, now. Get I out was now. <laughs> not born with a good filter. Let's put it that way. Understatement yes. of the year. Yes. I hate to say it, Mary. We're not going to get that time back. We're not. The time is gone. Ever. Oh. I mean, I felt it as we were watching the Oscars. Like, I was so angry <laughs> that my life on a Sunday, my time right. was being sucked away yeah. for for nothing. Well, I know. <laughs> and, and it was like the lowest watched Oscars ever, wasn't it? Yes. And and it's been trending down. All the award shows have been trending down for a while. And not and not to hop on the bandwagon of beating a dead horse. Yeah, yeah. Um but and here's here's something you should know is when you hear all time lowest ratings, these are still some really high rated Oh they were shows. So oh, okay. well for example, so the highest rated episode of This Is Us. Yes. One of our favorite shows. Our favorite. One of the shows we look forward to every yes, week. Yes, yes. The highest rated episode this year has been like seven point two million. Okay. The Oscars had nine point eight million. Oh, okay. So, so it still so, is fine. So still outdoes it. But yeah. last year the Oscars had like twenty some million. Yeah. And the year so, before, so it's a huge drop, right? It was even more. Yeah, in yeah. years past, the Oscars and the Grammys and these shows, they used to be kind of like the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Like you'd have tens of I millions. I mean, we used to have Oscar parties where we'd dress up and have fake awards. Yes, and it was so fun. Yeah, you'd roll and, out like the fake red carpet yeah. and take and pictures. I understand it's you know COVID's here and things are different, but it's more than just that. I think everybody's priorities are a little different. But but yeah. as far as that time. That you're never going to get back. Never going to get back. Is, is there anything else that comes to your mind, like a moment that you did something and you're like, what a waste? I mean, I think that there's times at the DMV well. where I'm waiting in line <laughs> yeah, just to, at the end, them tell you after waiting for two hours, oh, you don't have the right documents yes. or whatever. Well, did, have you had that here in, in Arizona? Because when we lived in Massachusetts... <gasps> That, it was like they took pride in that. I think oh, our DMV man. here in Tucson is pretty good by comparison. Yes, yes. The one in Mass, I sat in that line like you're talking about. Yeah. Two hours, I finally get up there. The guy goes, you don't have the right paperwork. Yeah. Click. I know. And, and I go, well, what do I need? He goes, it's on the website. You know, yeah. I'm like, no, I thought I was showing up with the right stuff <gasps> based know, on the I website. Know, I know. It's so bad. That's how Albuquerque they was. Send you yeah. Away. Oh, my gosh. I went back like four <laughs> times. And then you just say, you know what? I'm just going to let my driver's license expire. I'm so done. Like, I'm so done. Don't do that. Oh, okay. You get pulled over. That's going to be bad. That's going to be a lot worse. Uh, 520-775-0949. Okay, so along with the DMV and watching the Oscar Awards, is there something else I mean, a huge time suck? Yes. You'll never get it back. My husband, you know, we both are probably pretty ADD. Anytime we leave to go somewhere, he runs back in the house like Guaranteed four times. And we're just sitting there and sitting. And I think if you add up all those minutes, 
I mean, it's probably years of my life he's taken away of yeah. just waiting for him. Yeah. And I love him. I'm that way, too. I'm late to everything. And I'm like, my, my brain's a mess. Okay. You leave at least twice. Uh, yes. Don't you? Yeah. From, from home. Not from here. You're pretty good leaving, leaving work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yesterday I got in the car and then I forgot my laptop. So then I went back you in. Ran back in. Then I dropped everything out of the laptop, you know, and everything was all over the floor. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't want to judge. So you waste your own time as well. Yes. Let's, let's be clear about that. Oh my gosh. Let me let me give you one time suck. And by the way, we want to hear yours, the time you'll never get back at seven seven five zero nine four nine. I went to get my teeth whitened. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, I had damaged my roots and didn't know that. Oh. So after two hours, the guy goes, I'm not sure these are going to... We'll, we'll give it some more time. Oh. Let's, let's try a little longer. Oh, no. Ouch. Do you think that worked? No. no. <laughs> you know, things that you just can't get your time back from, you just wasted it, life-sucking, time-sucking things. You know, it could be your kid's sports game that just, you know, was put on hold, but... Interview with a Vampire, Greg. <laughs> that movie with Tom Cruise. What a waste of my time. Was it that bad? It I never saw it. So bad. I it never was... saw it. It was so popular at the time because <laughs> Brad Pitt was in it and Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. And who was the little girl? Wasn't uh, that Kirsten, uh, Kirsten Dunst. Dunst? Yeah, she was so cute back and, then. And everybody loved the Anne Rice novels oh, and all that so stuff. it was so bad. It was really that bad. It was time-sucking. Yeah. I mean, like, our, I love our work, but, but pre-pandemic, we would have these meetings. And people just kept talking <laughs> yes. to talk. It, it really is true. And a lot of times you have a boss who will say, I'd like to keep this meeting to 20 minutes. And then everybody sits down. The meeting starts late. The next thing you know, it's 40 minutes. Now it's an hour. Yeah. Now it's an hour and 20 minutes. Now it's an hour and 40 minutes. And the only thing that interrupts it is somebody saying, well, we've got that other meeting in 15 minutes. So we yeah. should go to that. We should wrap this up. Oh, it's like, man. thank you. Seriously, that is a problem. You're so right. Ra- those, those meetings just go on and time on. Time sucking. And you'll never get that time back. I know. Just That's like, time you could spend with your family. Just like the Oscars. That's time you could be sleeping. I could be with my little boy, my dogs, you know. You could be binging Netflix right now. I know. <laughs> 619 at 94.9 Mix FM. Uh, if you don't want to talk about the biggest waste of time, that's okay. You might be listening to it. <laughs> Gregory. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't put that out okay, there. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we would like to hear from you, though, this morning. I don't think we have anybody on the phone waiting to tell us a, a right now story. So if you've got something going on in your life right now, actually, everybody does. It's just, what is that thing? Uh, we'd like to hear about it. 775-0949. For example, have you gotten your second vaccine? Uh-huh. Have you gotten your first? Yeah. Did you have any problems with it? Uh, that's something you could talk about if you want. You have a graduation coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, are your kids back in school? Are they not? Did you know. You, did you realize that Mother's Day is only like two <gasps> weeks away? Two weeks. I got to get my mom something. I know. I got to start thinking yeah. about that. Uh-huh. See what I mean? There are things going on in our lives, and we want to hear about yours. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, every talk with my parents lately has been like, depressing because they're always like want to make sure us kids know what to do if anything happens to them i'm like can we talk about something else yeah can we talk about something this is like the worst conversation of my life but and they keep having it (laughs) how about we just write it down once yes i'll send it out in an email then we don't have to talk about it anymore i was like looking at them yesterday on like zoom and i'm like really like 
can we keep this depression going? And they laughed and then they changed the Well, subject. I'm glad they're happy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. Gotta be right now. Tell us uh, the big thing that's going on with you, John. What's happening? Hey, the, I feel the time I wasted in my life, but I'll never get back. It's like eight hours, and that's the four times I've seen Dirty Dancing. <laughs> Jonathan, and I thought I liked you. <laughs> that's a good answer, John. Uh, it's like the best movie uh, in the world. Biggest waste of time you of your life. Learn some moves from Johnny Castle. Yeah, you know, Sunday night. Luckily, I did miss the Oscars. I was watching Mortal Kombat. Well, I wouldn't say you missed it, John. There was nothing going on. To say it was a snooze fest would be a compliment. From yeah. what I you know what? It, yeah. You know when we're talking about those boring work meetings? That's what it was uh, like. Yeah. It was that torturous. Well, I used to have those when I, when I worked in an office. We had those, and the most dreaded thing is when someone is when the boss would say, "Does anybody have any questions?" Oh, I know. Oh my gosh! But that's and that can be when the the moment when you know what kind of boss you're dealing with. Because if they let that go on and on and, and on, on and on. <laughs> and on. That tells you a lot. On the other hand, I've had a couple of bosses who are like, well, that's a good question, but it's not for this particular meeting. Let's talk about that outside of this room. Who else has a question, right? Yeah, well, and yeah. they keep it moving. Yeah, but some, it's like watching paint dry, sitting in that movie, movie, <laughs> sitting in that meeting. I'm and serious. Movie. I wouldn't mind having meetings where we stood up because I think that would force it to end sooner. Oh, that's a good idea. Like, take all the chairs out of the room. We're all just going to stand here idea. until it's over. Well, luckily, we don't really have meetings right now, and I hope they don't come back. Let's put it that way. That's one of the things we'd like to never come back. And even the Zoom the meetings. Pandemic. Listen, yeah. I, I I get that we all need like to be a team and everything, but it's like such like a booty kiss, like a oh I love this person and I love it then. I'm like oh my gosh, I could be napping. <laughs> and I'd like to congratulate the sales team uh, yeah. too oh, because I noticed you guys are working really hard. Yeah, which is great. I love them. I want everyone to do well, but. Mama needs a nap. I got two little kids. We get up at 3.45. Like, come on. And they always make it, like, in her nap time. Yes, that's true. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's, that's like you're getting a little gripey. 520-775-0949. Anytime the big thing in your life is worth sharing, we want to hear about that. Coming up, Mayor's got a little America, a little positivity. <laughs> I love it. If you please. Put on your positive pants. That's right. Or are you Daily Intentions to? with Greg and oh. Mayor. Uh, okay, this one's very serious, okay? I'm ready. If a woman says, do what you want, do not do what you want. Stand still, <laughs> do not blink, don't even breathe, just play dead. No. <laughs> Some good advice. That's uh, <laughs> a healthy tip. Okay, I like that one. I do um, too. Okay, this is super simple. Uh, what is this chapter of your life called? Think about that. Because, oh. right? Because the chapter might be called something you don't want it to be called. And so maybe you need to kind of look at what this period of your life is looking like and, and change the wording a little bit. Flip around that energy and, and change it to something a little more positive. What is this chapter in the book of your life called? Transformation? Oof. Healthy? Or is it exhausting? Poor choices? <laughs> Poor choices. I mean, it could just be pandemic right now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, you know? Yeah. The struggle. <laughs> divorce. Some people going through some divorces. Boy, there, there seems to be a lot of that lately. Yeah, yeah. A lot. 
Here we go again. I mean, are you going doing the same types of things that have gotten you nowhere? Or uh-huh. is this chapter in your life called the turnaround? I'm going to call it the sunrise, the money, because I, I just have this. I just have this visual of our bosses being like, everyone gets a raise. You get a raise and you get a raise. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Nice thought. <laughs> Uh, I do like a little positivity to start the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're not happy with that book chapter title right. of your life where it is right now, how are we going to make that next chapter be the, the title that we want? Yeah, flip right. it around. Yeah, turn that around. Yeah, you can do it. Okay, that's that's a good intention right there. That is a good intention. New Coming beginning, up. you know. See what I mean? Yeah. Okay, got the uh, news and info to go coming up in just seconds here. But first, let's play our game. What's your name? Christy. Christy, here we go with our 652 pop cue. Let's see how you do. Question number one. Turns out Glenn Close's booty shaking moves to the butt on national TV this weekend were scripted. Still funny, but pre-planned. On which primetime telecast did all that go down on Sunday night? The Academy Awards. That's correct. The Academy Awards, the Oscars. Uh-huh. Question number two. First, it was Sharon Osbourne who left the talk. Now, Carrie Ann Inaba is stepping away, too, but for very different reasons. She says she needs to focus on her health and well-being, but hopes to return to the talk soon. Carrie Ann Inaba's other job is being a judge on a certain reality competition show. Can you name it? Dancing with the Stars. That is Very correct. good. And I think you're going to go three for three. Here's that third question. Everything old, new again. The national pizza chain known for these commercials is bringing back their villain mascot. Have you ever been frustrated because the Noid ruined your pizza? The Noid loves to ruin pizza. <laughs> Which pizza chain told us to avoid the Noid back in the 80s? That would be Domino's Pizza. Domino's! Wait, Domino's was around in the 80s? Oh, yeah. I don't even remember yes, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're bringing back the Noid in the their advertising Noid. campaign. I, I don't remember that. All I remember is Sort of Greasies, which was by my house. Oh. <laughs> Never heard of that one. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> no. <laughs> Christy, you did it. Congratulations. Woo-hoo, thank you. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. Now, we're going to want to hear from you on this this morning because we're probably not the only ones. And in Mayor's defense, it happens all the time. But I don't know if you were with us yesterday. We were, we were recapping uh, the, the best moment of the Oscars yesterday. And we were getting ready to say who it was. And, and I'll just replay you what Mayor said yesterday. She said. Our girl Meryl Streep. Glenn Close. Or Glenn Close. Sorry, same person. <laughs> Our girl, our girl Meryl Streep, who also goes by the name Glenn Close. They're the same person. I'm not going to be ignored. <laughs> it is the same person. That was my favorite moment of the show yesterday. <laughs> Let me tell you, that happens all the time. When all you the confuse time. celebrities, right? Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, Zoe Deschanel and Katy Perry. If you if you don't, I mean, you've never seen them both in the same room. Let me just put that yeah. out there. Like yeah. they're kind of the same person. They are. And, and before Katy Perry got so popular, you would really confuse them, right? Yeah. But not, now she's so. I mean, she's on American Idol. She's you know. Well, so, sometimes she's blonde. Yeah. yeah. You, you, there's but, no confusion. But think then. if but, you went onto a plane and you saw. You know, Zoe, you might think that's Katy Perry. I mean, 
listen, a flight attendant thought I was Katy Perry. (laughs) <laughs> so if he thinks I am, Zoe totally is. <laughs> Let's keep this celebrity focused. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, the people you confuse. Right, 520-775-0949. Who's the guy who plays Harry Potter, Daniel? Ratcliffe. And the guy who plays the Elisha Hobbit. Wood. Thank you very yeah, much. They Aren't look, they kind of the same person? Uh, Daniel Ratcliffe has said people come up to him all the time and are like, you're the guy from The Ring or whatever that is. I don't know what it's right, called. Right, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, oh, that exactly. one. Yeah. The Ring's a totally different movie with Naomi Watts. <laughs> <laughs> we apparently are confusing our movies as well. <laughs> We're just confused. <laughs> Two celebrities that you confuse for each other all the time. You can't keep them straight. I mean, they're they're the same person as far as you're concerned. Eva Longoria and Eva Mendez. Like no, I, I really have to think. Nothing no, alike. It's, it's the names oh, that it's mix the name. me up. Okay. I okay. can't remember which one's which. Uh, this was yesterday. Our girl Meryl Streep. Glenn Close. Or Glenn Close. Sorry, same person. <laughs> Now, to me, they're not the same person, but you confuse them. Uh, like, I will never confuse oh, Meryl Streep and Glenn they're, Close. They're both serious actresses, right? Totally different. Actors. And they look similar. They both no. have that blonde hair they're, and those those cheekbones. They don't look anything alike. They've always looked alike. I've always confused them. But you know who I do confuse? <laughs> Elizabeth Banks and Rachel McAdams. Like, I can't totally What? Keep, yeah. I don't know why. I mean, Elizabeth Banks and then that other... Actress, that comedian who had her own show, Chelsea Handler. Che- yes, maybe. Oh yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, um, I would say that Bill Murray and one of the Belushi's. I used to always <laughs> no. like confuse them. Or what about Amy Adams and then Isla Fisher? Same human. Well, they have like the same red hair and everything. Yes. Yeah, Borat's girlfriend, Amy, or uh, wife or whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean, I confuse celebrities all the time. Um, how about Kira Knightley and Natalie Portman? Are they not twins? Like, no. I confuse them all the time. No, no. They look nothing alike. I do think, like, all the Chris's, the Chris, you know. Those guys don't look anything alike. The only thing confusing about them is they have the, the same name. name. Yeah. So when you got a Chris Hemsworth and a Chris Pratt and a. Chris Pine and a Chris this. That's like Jack Nicholas and Jack Nicholson. Like, yeah. I always have to think oh, about no. saying it no. before I do. No, Jack Nicholson and then the dude who, oh, oh my gosh. He won an award yesterday or on Sunday. The guy. <laughs> oh my God. They're the same person. You are not thinking of Sir Anthony Clarice. Hopkins. Yes. Clarice. Yes. Those two- Anthony Hopkins. They're the same person. I, I'm, I'm really starting to question your judgment. <laughs> no. How you could possibly confuse those two human beings. They're the same person. If you had said Topher Grace and Toby Maguire, I would have said, okay. But Jack Nicholson. Toby Maguire. Do I need to send you a Google image? No, no, not at all. You're, you're confused. <laughs> Topher Grace and Toby McGuire look like the same guy. Uh, Bradley Cooper, Ralph Fiennes, you know. Oh, Eva Mendez, Cindy Crawford. That's one that people confuse. Well, they, they have both the have same that, beauty Yeah, mark. yeah. So. Right. Oh, yeah, Melanie Griffith, Meg Ryan. See, there's a bunch. 
No, I don't think so. They're the same. <laughs> <laughs> let's agree to disagree. Okay. Oh, let's have a little enchilada, Meredith. Oh, yes. I think it's time. Like it Whoa. Lots of cheese. And lots a big flour tortilla. Oh, We're going to yeah. wrap it up. These are some important stories that probably aren't making the top news headlines, but they're still kind of cool. We want you to know about them. Well, millennials are hitting middle age. Can you believe it? And because of it, they're realizing they're saying things that are very middle-aged. So if you want to age down and, you know, be a generate, what is it, a Gen Zer, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't say these things, okay? <laughs> uh, calling a 21-year-old guy a kid. <laughs> uh, I can't have caffeine or I'll never get to sleep. It's 1 p.m., by the way, when you're saying that. <laughs> That means you're you're kind of aging up and you you're don't need to. You're kind of freaking to. me out a little bit. So you're saying that millennials are starting to turn yeah. middle-aged? Yes, they are. Is that going to make people feel better or worse? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm just saying age down. Just, just you know. Well, you keep rounding down. You keep oh, getting no, younger I'm, and younger every no. year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't had a drink in six months, maybe. Uh, that's a sign of the times. That's a sign you might be middle-aged. So, so watch out, okay? Okay. Uh, some good news stories that we're following today. One of the biggest reasons that people say, even though it's been a challenging year at work, that they're still pretty satisfied with their jobs is that lots of companies have stepped up during the pandemic to take better care of their workers. I don't know if that's the story where you work or not, but a lot of people are saying that they actually feel a little bit better about working where they do because the companies are taking better care of them. Things like health plans and performance review process and flexible time plans and family leave plans have all been improved over the last year. Well, that's awesome. I think this last year not only taught us everything, but our companies should, should learn something from it too. And I can only imagine managers after a pandemic, people don't want to work like they did. They don't want to kill themselves realizing like, Things could change quick, right? Um, Okay, Apple, good news, finally started rolling out an update for their iPhones yesterday. And you can now go and it will unlock your iPhone with your mask on. You know, when it does the facial recognition? (laughs) And and it drives me nuts because I, I have to manually... Enter the code. It's so frustrating. (laughs) And so what you do, if you have an iPhone, you can install it by going to settings, then tapping general and tapping that software update. And you'll have the the new mask. It knows who you are, even with a mask on. Hashtag first world problem. (laughs) A seven-year-old kid in Tennessee who saved up his allowance to buy a new fishing rod got outside with his family and caught an 83-pound catfish last week. Nice. Seven-year-old kid. That's only two pounds under the state record, by the way. Catfish is 47 inches, so it's almost the same size as the seven-year-old kid who caught That's it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. That, yeah. that, that little catfish is going to change his life. Uh, it's a yeah. big catfish, yeah. and you're yeah. right. Yeah. When you were back home in Chicago visiting a couple weeks ago, visiting your family, I was struck by something you said. Didn't you say... That you were staying at your brother's house? Yes. And that your brother bought your mom's and dad's? Yes. So that is that the house you grew up in? Yes, I lived in that house my whole life. Until and now I went he to owns college. it. Now he owns it. And he's thinking about moving to Arizona eventually, and we're all traumatized. We're like, no! You can't let go of mom and dad's you house. You can't let go of that house. But I it, mean, my hermit crabs are buried there, you know? <laughs> Got a whole pet cemetery. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> don't don't start digging back there. <laughs> um, well, but it, it got me started thinking about, like, how far people live from where they grew up. 
right? So your brother, your brother lives 0.0 miles from where he grew up. He He, lives in the same house. And he bought that house pretty young. He went to college and stayed in that house while he was going. He never left. And then he bought the house in his 20s. Let me make it. So you're saying he's never lived outside that house? He's never lived outside that house. And people make fun of him. But I'm like, you know what? It's his comfort zone. Okay. Well, it's. I mean, it's kind of cool that he's been able to keep the house in in the family. Let me tell you, I went home and they've done a lot of renovations because, you know, it's a house from like the 50s or something in Chicago. Right. And it looks awesome. That's cool. It looks really it looks so different from when I grew up. Although sometimes when I like sleep in the same bedroom I grew up in, it's like a little weird. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So what we want to know this morning is, is that like you? Do you live really close to where you grew up? Or are you, you couldn't be further away. Like I've lived really far away. I've lived almost 3,000 miles away from where I grew up. But now I'm back within, I don't know, probably five miles of the house I grew up in. You are? They say the average person lives about 18 miles from their mom. And it makes me so sad. I mean, I did have, I'm going to tell you, I had like this little weird life crisis when I was at home. You know, not being around my parents. Like, I was like, what am I doing? And then I stepped outside and it was frozen outside in Chicago. And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> Peace out. You remembered why you lived in Tucson, Arizona. Yes, yeah. yes. So 520-775-0949 is our phone number. We want to know who lives the closest to where they grew up right now and who lives the farthest away. You think you live the furthest away from where you grew up? Give us a call. You think you live the closest? Give us a call. There is something about home. Yeah, for sure. That you will not feel anywhere else. We're talking about who lives the closest, who lives the furthest, because when Mare was home in Chicago a couple weeks ago, she was staying with her brother. Well, her brother ended up buying the house that their mom and dad had when they were kids, so he's never lived anywhere else. Never. And people make fun of him, but I think it's kind of cool. I love going home and being in the house I grew up in. I've never lived anywhere but there. I mean, until I went to college. And now yeah. I've moved 28 times. It's kind of cool, though. Time. You can still go back home, literally. I can. And, and he wants to move to Flagstaff from Chicago. And I'm like, nope. You can't sell our not allowed. childhood memories. <laughs> nope. But he lives 0.0 miles from he where does. he grew up. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I just did the math on mine. I'm like three point <laughs> something. It's <laughs> not bad. I've lived other places. At least you still get a EGs, you know? <laughs> I get back to the east side. Yeah. That's where we like it. Uh, 520-775-0949. Are you near or far? Hi, what's your name? Michelle. Michelle. Do you live close to where you were born, where you grew up, or are you far away? I'm pretty far away. I grew up about 40 miles outside of Philadelphia. It is 2,305 miles away from Tucson. That sounds about right. That's that's pretty far you got away. Me beat. Yeah, you go. You definitely got us both beat. Yeah, great. Okay, all right. Thank you very much. You're in the running for the long distance here. Thank you. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Hi, it's 94.9 Mix FM. What's your name? Nick. Nick, did you grow up nearby or far away? Actually, up until November of last year, I was living in my parents' old house. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. gosh. (laughs) And how did that work in dating? (laughs) (laughs) It was a little weird living in my uh, my parents' room as the master in the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wait, do you have any kids? 
I do have a kid. Uh, did you, you conceive that kid room? in the same room you were conceived? Meredith, no, sorry. No. Must you. <laughs> no, I did not. Okay. <laughs> That'd be a little weird. <laughs> that would be extra weird. <laughs> so until last year, you were zero miles from where you grew up. How about now? Uh, now only like maybe five. 94.9 Mix FM. Hi there. Do you live near or far from where you grew up? Near. My husband and I both live near where we grew up. Oh, like how do? close? Let's find out if you can beat me because right now I'm 3.6 miles 3. from the house I grew miles, up 3.6 miles, Gregory. Yep. <laughs> well, my husband is about half a mile and I am about three quarters of a mile. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. You guys are basically on the same street that you, you grew up on. Did you know each other growing up? No. No. <laughs> That's great. And, and we picked that house because it was right in the middle of both of our aging parents. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. wanted to be nearby. Call an ambulance, feed him there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, man. Isn't it crazy when you got to start thinking of those sorts of things? That's where I was having a midlife crisis. Yeah, right you were there. having a little freak yeah. out. I know. I was like, Greg, i got to do the show from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> we, we own the house that he grew up in. We just don't live in it. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, that's pretty cool, too. Another one who owns the house. That's, that's um, awesome. Don't let it go anywhere. Yeah, hang on to that. Okay, we got time for one more. Let's see who's going to win. I mean, so far, the half mile from where they grew up, three quarters of a mile from where they grew up, I think they got they got me beat. Yeah, so they're the closest. the closest. Right? Who's the farthest going to be? Is it Pennsylvania or is it you? Hey, how are you? Hi. Good. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good. What's your name? My name is Patty. Patty, did you grow up in Tucson? No, I actually grew up all the way in Syria, overseas. You did? In Syria. Oh, my gosh. How many miles is that? Syria. Oh, thousands of miles. Distance from Syria. Okay, let's see. I'll tell you. 7,408 miles. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) 7,000. 408 miles. And how does that feel living so far from where your like core is? It's it's really hard, but it makes it easier that uh, my whole family is here now in Tucson, so we all live like a mile away from each other. Oh, perfect. So oh, that's awesome. <laughs> you brought the whole clan. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, we're glad you get to be near your family. We're that's glad the you're most here. important thing. I think you're going to be our winner today. I don't think uh, anybody I, I can beat Syria. Well, I don't know. So let's People see. Call it. Let's, let's, see, let's see if anybody can beat that. <laughs> <laughs> Great to hear from you. Thanks for calling this morning. It's 94.9 Mix FM. If you can beat 7,408 miles yes. on the distance side, go ahead and give us a call. And if you could beat half a mile. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Uh, yes. My name is Mohammed. I just heard your radio and. I came from Pakistan, so my distance is more than the Syrian lady. What? What? Where in Pakistan? In Lahore. How do you spell it? L A H O R E. Lahore, Pakistan, to yeah. Tucson, Arizona. It is 8,014 yeah. miles! Oh my ding, gosh! Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner! <laughs> and, and do you miss home or do you not? 
friend. Because <laughs> our yeah, brain you're, is Because you're always else. lying yeah, when the, you show the, up. The, the emotionally there for you, but might run a little late friend. <laughs> but, but we're so caring. Don't try and smooth it over and make it all better. We are flawed. Let's just own it. Well, clearly. <laughs> In more ways than just that. We didn't so. get the answer today, but that's okay. We love playing. Thanks for all the great guesses at 94.9 Mix FM. Commercial free for your workday next. Morning Greg, Greg, Greg and Mayor. And Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.